Hey guys, and welcome to another episode of Sip With Me. I'm your host, Ioana Kikados. And I'm your host, Aaron Carlson. We'll release an episode for you every Monday morning, which means you can listen to us during your commute, after work workout, or even enjoy a drink with us during your very own Monday night happy hour. And who doesn't like to have a little fun on a Monday night? Don't forget to subscribe, review, and share our show. And be sure to follow us on Instagram at sipwithme underscore for the latest episode updates, news, and all of your favorite cocktail creations. For this week's cocktail, we are featuring the Last Dance, which was developed by Leslie Kirchhoff. And this recipe specifically comes from vinepair.com, written by Ashley Hughes. This cocktail was created by the LA-based photographer and DJ, and it was curated to highlight her artisanal and inventive ice cubes. This recipe specifically is so fire. There's literally cherry lime ice cubes incorporated, and we will definitely link the recipe in our bio. Incorporated into this cocktail is one of those ice cubes. You also have gin, green chartreuse, maraschino liqueur, and lime juice. And really, this is the perfect cocktail to enjoy in the middle of summer. We hope that you enjoy it and it makes you want to dance with this week's guest, Michael Lee. Welcome back to our summer series. Today, we are meeting one of the world's most influential, most viewed, and key to his success, most loving and positive social media personalities out there, Michael Lee. Everything he touches turns to gold, and we're so excited because he shares a passion for a lot of what actually made Iwana and I friends almost 10 years ago, dance, fitness, and family. And while we do play the occasional video game, I think Michael has his beat there. The 23-year-old is a dance master, TikTok god, and a natural comedian, and at 52 million followers and 1.4 billion likes on TikTok, Michael is one of the top creators on the platform. This on top of his several YouTube channels and his collabs with family, global brands, and top world talent. He's also an entrepreneur and is just someone we feel like would be a very supportive and caring friend. And Michael is here to chat with us about his journey so far and what he has planned in his future. Michael, welcome to Sip With Me. Wow. Thank you, guys. That was was a crazy intro. Oh, man. (laughs) You have quite the resume, so it was hard to fit it all into an intro. Um, But yeah, we're super excited. Um, You just seem like such a chill person and chill creator, um, and your content really is so fun. It's inspirational. You do so many different things. Like I feel like you touch a little bit of everything. Um, We have fitness backgrounds, so we love your fitness series that you're doing right now on Instagram. Um, Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. just like first off, um, like take us back to even before kind of creating and being online, um, like how you got into the world of dance. I know for Ioana and I, like we kind of randomly found dance and, and like randomly found that it was something that we felt called to. Um, but how did you get into dance and how did you like refine your skills over the years as a dancer and as a teacher? Yeah, um, for me, I, I've kind of always had dance around me. When I was younger, I, I think I took a dance class and uh, I did a little show with my uh, one of my uncles when I was like five. And, um, you know, I did that, tried it out, and I think I stopped it. And by the time I was 12, that's when I really got into dance again with a, a dance studio. 
uh, in Florida. And the, the day I took it, I was just at a point in my life where I kind of felt lost. You know, I was, I was still, I was growing up, I was a preteen, 12 years old. Yeah. And uh, when I first took that class, I felt like I, I, the passion was immediately there. Like I, I loved it. I loved the energy it got me. And um, I wasn't that confident as a person. So it really felt really good um, kind of seeing myself progress in such a short amount of time. And from there, I, I, I did it literally every day. And by the time 2015 hit, I was a professional dancer doing music videos, starting my own choreographies. And then that's when social media started. And uh, from there, I, I, I dove into my, my passion of dance and became one of the first social media dancers. And, and uh, I kind of just went with it. Oh my God. Do you want to, I feel like that's very us with our dance journeys. Like yeah. we both were very shy. Um, and then once you're like on the dance floor, everything just changes and you kind of turn on and you, oh, yeah. you kind of feel yourself and like be comfortable and kind of drown out whatever you're feeling down about uh, or whatever you're beating yourself up for. Um, so I definitely respect that. Um, what is maybe for people that aren't familiar with um, your dance and some of your work, like what is your style of dance and kind of how would you describe like what kind of choreo and music that um, you really kind of vibe with? Yeah, uh, I feel like my my style, so I, I've been doing hip-hop my entire life. I dabbled a little bit in contemporary, so, like, I feel like hip-hop is such a broad thing where it's kind of like a fusion, you know, of, of yeah. a lot of different styles now. Um, and I I have a very intricate slash groovy kind of, like, urban-esque street style that I have to myself. Accurate. Um, it's hard to really explain, but yeah, it's kind of that. That's just kind <laughs> yeah, you of the have to vibe see I have. <laughs> yeah. Um, R&B. I love R&B. Love like kind of like that vibe. Uh, my my personal passion of of the style is like that kind of lo-fi esque, um, very flowy, liquidy kind of movement, but also very sharp and intricate. Like I like I love the the opposition. So yeah. Amazing. I have, as Aaron said, I have a dance background and I feel like hip hop has evolved so much, especially in the last like 15 years. There's so many different types of hip hop that it's it's pretty amazing now that it's not just kind of what it used to be, especially dance as a whole. The industry has changed mm -hmm. so much. Definitely. Yeah, for sure. So you've discussed in past interviews growing up around an entrepreneurial spirit. spirit. Um, we're an entrepreneurship podcast. So how did you learn to create for yourself? And then tell us more about your esports platform, Joystick. Yeah, for me, I, I feel like I've never wanted to do a nine to five. I've always seen myself as someone that if I have a passion, I'd rather, I, I feel like I've been listening to a lot of podcasts and a lot of those like inspirational speeches too, where it's mm -hmm. like, even uh, Jim Carrey, I think he was saying like, you can fail at something you don't like to do. So why not go for something that you love to do and and that was kind of the thing that always stuck to me I was like I, I want to have you know the freedom and I want to be happy like that's the key thing and then I feel like the people that are all successful that's what they stuck to and I kind of just followed those steps of what those uh those entrepreneurs and those creators did and um when it kind of went into becoming now like an entrepreneur of, of just you know my own craft of of dancing with uh, esports dabbling in that and uh, in the Web three market, I feel like it kind of it kind of gave me a spark of like 
what could be possible now that I've kind of opened up these opportunities for myself. And the uh, joystick is just one of those things that I, I see. Um, there's a lot of potential in the in the Web3 and gaming market. Um, I've, I've always been a huge gamer myself, and I've always loved uh, technology. So the two, when I've kind of dabbled in it and learned about it, mm-hmm. I just saw a massive opportunity for people to be able to, like, again, make their passion into a career. And I think that as of right now, Web3, the technology is there. I think that it's, it's taking a, a little bit of time to kind of, one, recover from what's been going on, but also to kind of just figure out its actual use case. I think that um, the entire market as a whole is, is getting there. A lot of the companies, a lot of the massive companies are planning and kind of Trojan horsing it um, as of yeah. right now. So people are going to be using this technology and taking advantage of everything and not even know that they're using it. And I think that's just, that's just the use case of it. So uh, for joystick is, is really just to empower creators, um, not even just in gaming, but uh, in the creator economy itself, you know, people like me building tools that can make them better creators uh, connect better with their community. That's, that's really my, my end goal. And uh, yeah, whenever I have the time, if I have an idea that's like, Oh, this could help me as a creator, this would most likely help so many others. So that's kind of like the the idea that I put myself in. And uh, and yeah, and we're just kind of, we're building behind the scenes right now. Slay, I love it. So inspirational. <laughs> thank you, thank you. And then tell us about your family. So you <laughs> kind of have like a whole brand around your family. Iwan and I are big family people. Mm-hmm. We both uh, have recently lived with our family. Um, and you know, you have your good days and your bad days. Um, but there's also so much like humor and connection that I feel like people have with their families. That's not always seen. And I like that you kind of show that, um, so talk about your family and then talk about what it's like creating, um, with your, your entire family and your siblings who are also. Yeah. Um, thank you. I I'm, so I'm the oldest, I'm the, uh, the big brother. I have a little sister. She's 16 two little brothers who are eight and six and everyone is just uh I don't know I I just feel like they've always kind of watched my journey as a creator and when I had the opportunity to arise where I like realized that social media could be a thing that all of us can do together by just having fun and that's our job I was like that's amazing so I really I really love that concept and um and I kind of uh strived on like one making sure that everyone's happy doing what they're doing um to kind of it kind of like not not fully separating where it's like oh work is work and and fun and fun is fun it's kind of like that perfect balance of like we can do this super fun thing that we all want to do just record it you know document it essentially and boom like we get to that's that's our job you know we get to just have more fun and spend more time together because I know that when we get older um work you know, of course, takes so much time away from us. And and I think that yeah, it's a really amazing opportunity that I was able to kind of do that and and not make it too stressful on them, like let that stuff be handled for for me or my team or whatnot. And um and yeah, I don't know. I just I think I think they're all amazing kids. I I, I love I love my siblings to death. And um I just want them I just want the best for them, you know, just kind of set them up for life and to to make sure that they understand like you, your passion can be a, a career, you know, you can, you can kind of follow your heart. And as long as you're a good person, as long as you're happy, that's, that's really all that matters. Oh my God. 
I'm gonna cry. I know, this is like good <laughs> advice. I think it's, you know, so many people are, it's so scary to take that step in life to do what you love and what you're passionate about because you don't know what that journey will look like. Yeah. Um, but if you're, if, yeah. if you're willing but, to take yeah. that risk, like, I think it's so worth it. But that's the, I feel like, I feel like that's the, the interesting thing too, that I've always heard where it's like the real, the reality that people um, are, are realizing is that nothing is really certain, you know, yeah. like we can, we can have a, a stable job and, and these mega companies can literally fire half of their work yeah. people. And it's, yep. it kind of goes all down the drain. And, and I'm like, one, we're all so young. I feel like we can all follow our dreams. And in 10 years, even if we mess up every year, we have our rest of our lives to go. So it's like that kind of, that's just that balance of like, you don't want to regret anything either. Cause I feel like that's even worse than like, what if, you know? Yeah. So and I yeah. feel like our generation, I, 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 feel that. <laughs> I feel like our generation is like willing to take that risk of like, maybe what I've been told is like stable and normal. Maybe it's all like, it's all just can be a mirage and, you know, I don't <laughs> even realize it. Um, and I think our, our generation is, is learning to kind of do what you're talking about and take risk in yourself and following your passion and yeah. understanding that if you do pursue that and you put in the work and you stick to it, that it can work out. Definitely. And, and, and I think that, um, I feel like our generation is so special because we have the opportunity of social media. I, I like, I know that 20 years ago, this was not possible, you know, like, yeah. A lot of people could have had passions, but there wasn't any opportunities for that. And I think that that's why, like, you know, the older generations were like, they're just giving the advice that they know of, you know, like, oh, we don't, they, they aren't aware of that. So I think that these newer generations kind of like showing the path for, for the older generations. Like for me, even as a dancer, like a lot of my people around me weren't fully supportive. They were kind of like, oh yeah, go for it. But you can obviously sense the the yes no the the, the why iffiness yeah why don't you get it, a job and a try it in 10 years yeah they were like college you definitely go to college because I dropped out of the sophomore year of high school so I didn't even finish high school at all but I I knew where my head was at and I knew what I wanted to do so I I was like like with no disrespect like you guys aren't necessarily in the places that I want to be at. And I've always yeah. felt like if you want to learn, you want to learn from people that are where you want to be, you know? So I've always kind of taken that advice for myself and, you know, with, with whether it's like positive or negative intention, I was always just like, gotta stick with my own gut and, and see it through. Have you written a book yet? No, I haven't, but I've listened to a lot. <laughs> <laughs> This, that was my whole childhood uh getting getting into this whole social media thing it's a, it's a mental game it's definitely a mental game I feel like I learned a lot about myself throughout the years and and I feel like um yeah it's it, it really kind of makes you it forces you to kind of look at yourself of like who you want to be and and what you want to represent yeah for sure speaking of mental games um you've been posting some fitness content on Instagram I currently work full-time in the fitness industry. That's where Elon and I met. Oh. Um, yes. So we have, we literally have been loving it and we DM each other emails <laughs> when you post them. Um, but tell us about uh, kind of your journey with fitness. And I know like right now you're kind of focused on it and kind of getting your mind and body to a place where you want it to be and are happy and like feel good. Um, but just tell us about it and like kind of what you're working on right now. 
Yeah. Uh, man, fitness. It's crazy. I feel like I've, I've tried the working out when I was like 16 or 17, you know, I was doing a little bit of calisthenics and it felt good. It felt really cool, but I was kind of so young and I didn't really understand it all. So I was just kind of like going blindly off of like this random guide on the internet. <laughs> and then when 20, I believe 2020 or 2021, I forgot already, but I did this boxing event where I trained in boxing for like one month. And then I, um, I was, I was working out like the create, like this was like the most intense I've ever worked out in my life. I, I spent, I think three months specifically just solely working out like six, seven hours a day. And yeah. my body wow. was like, it was a complete 180. And I was like, this is insane. And obviously after everything happened, uh, I went through so much, uh, you know, personally and mentally um, from social media, from my personal life that like, I kind of just stopped, like hard stopped everything. And uh, it took like, it took until recently for me to really like want to dedicate myself to it again, but not just as like a, an on and off situation, but more as like a, as a, a lifestyle, you know? Yeah. Um, and I think that with this series, it allowed me to, to prioritize that this is not only, you know, my fitness, this is also my career. Like I'm, I made it a content thing where it's like, Oh, I have the obligation to, I need to post, I need to work out. I need to do this for my series now. So it kind of makes it into this whole lifestyle thing where it's like, no matter how hard it is, like today, I'm, I was even supposed to work out. I'm probably going to work out a little bit just because like I, I felt under the weather, but documenting my my journey and like not making excuses my, for myself and um, kind of staying consistent is really, really key. So like, it's been a really big um, kind of like a uh, breaking point for me because I feel that uh when you're when you're physically in shape and you feel good about yourself kind of everything else mentally also helps that too you know yeah. it, it has such a connectivity to get together and I feel like with life now it's like I could be wherever I am progress wise and as long as I'm working at it slowly day by day the small wins are the real things that add up to the big ones you know I don't have to kill myself every day Mm -hmm. grinding or out and and fainting or throwing up just to just to get to that physique or that that life I want it's just like those little things that you can change your life to actually be um that can fit your lifestyle and I think that's that's the biggest thing that has changed for me is just like slowly adapting and turning my life into like the one I really want it to be love it you really need to write a book yeah <laughs> thank you thank you <laughs> i love it um our last question for you before we play rapid fire um in one of your recent Ooh. youtube videos you talked about entering a new chapter in your life finding routine kind of grounding <laughs> yourself again a bit um how are you feeling mm -hmm. just overall in life right now and what's in store for you in the back half of 2023 oh my gosh so much i feel like I feel like the last two years I've been on such a hiatus, you know, because like I, I've completely rebranded myself, the way I think, the people I say around, like it was just like, yeah. I'm not going to say I was in a horrible place uh, when I started social media with the whole TikTok era, but it's definitely like a different world. Like I, I feel like I'm a different person. I, I, I feel like the things that made me happy or that I was passionate about, especially content wise, I felt like I lost um, the meaning of what I wanted 
And for this year going forward and, and, and right now, it's like I'm focusing on the things that genuinely make me happy, which is dance, family, fitness, well, my, my well-being, all of that stuff, and kind of trying to allude that into my content. Um, storytelling is massive for me. I've been doing a lot of different um, projects behind the scenes that is going to come out on my main channel. And uh, for my goals for this year moving forward, I really want to be the largest dance creator in the world. I, I feel that there's such an opportunity with the dance world that is like, one, dancers are so undervalued. They're still yes, so underpaid. Uh, yes. The entire, the entire market. I mean, that's literally why I made it into social media. Cause like what the best you can do is like be a backup dancer or maybe, you know, obviously being a choreographer, but it's like cream of the crop things. And like, yeah. I feel like in general, the big, the space is so underdeveloped still. <laughs> so for me, it's like, I feel like there were, there's an opportunity to be, um, you know, a force that can genuinely shift how the dance world is looked at and how how they are appreciated so uh, i kind of see myself as like the future hopefully mr beast of dancing you know but my version my, michael lee you know i, I really want to to i want i want to step up what it means to be a dancer um the behind the scenes of that like i just spent my next video is coming out in i believe the end of june possibly july and uh it's one of my bigger projects it's actually my biggest project i've ever done um I attempted to be a K-pop artist in 72 hours. So like oh concepts where you <laughs> literally, amazing. yeah, like, like, <laughs> thank you. Uh, pretty much I, I made a song um, right after I went to rehearsal to rehearse the song. Then I did a photo shoot and glam and everything to set up for the single. And then the third day I performed in front of a live audience. Wow. So <clears throat> those concepts, I feel like dancers, they have the skill set. But I feel like a lot of people are are not taking advantage of being a genuine storyteller or creator. And I feel like I'm at this position where like I have the opportunity to kind of blend the both worlds. And that's kind of what I'm aiming to do now. You know, I wanna, I wanna, I wanna make storytelling of dance um that much deeper. I wanna host my own competitions. I wanna host my own dance conventions. Like though that's that's the empire I'm hoping to build and you know day by day like just like with the uh, just like with the working out um this empire is something that I really want to kind of flesh out and do um you know and slowly just build it over time and hopefully within you know a few years even five years like who knows where this could take you know take me and, and take the world you know so mm -hmm. I'm that's that's what I'm really really excited for mm, Michael Lee's empire of dance <laughs> manifest yeah i'm trying i'm trying yes <sighs> i love it all right well we end every episode with a round of rapid fire so we have a couple questions for you they don't have to be one word answers but we just kind of want your first gut instinct answer okay go for it all right take it away Iwana. okay favorite <laughs> tiktoker you like to binge Ooh, it would be um What's his name? Oh my gosh. I blank out because I watch I, I I go on and off on it. Um King Chris. Love King Chris. He's nice. so funny. Good choice. What's your go-to dance song that you could just turn on and, and kind of groove to? I say any Chris Brown song. Oh yeah. yeah I feel that. I feel that sure. in my veins. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, dream collab. Ooh, dream collab. Um, 
just because I just love him in general, Ki Hu Kwan or Jackie Chan, I just want to like, I just want to do something with them. Like they're, they're such a big inspiration to me. So yeah, for sure them. Manifest. <laughs> we'll tag them in the episode. Yes. Uh, Amazing. What, what Amazing. video game are you playing right now? Oh, um, I, I, I started playing Minecraft with my little brothers. Oh, so we're doing like this little like series, you know, fun little series. I'm, I we're actually, it's a Pokemon mod. So, oh my God, <laughs> we're doing a <laughs> cute little Pokemon thing with them. Oh. But once, once Spider-Man 2 comes out, mm. it's going to be Spider-Man 2 for sure. Nice. Sweet. Okay. Favorite and least favorite workout exercise. <clears throat> Ooh. My favorite is has to be my dips. I love chest workouts. I'm, it's just my favorite workout ever. And then my my least favorite is anything with legs. I'm so bad with legs. <laughs> Leg day is horrible. Like, it's a struggle. I can't, <laughs> can't skip the Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Oh, my God. Um, what is your favorite style of dance? Oh, uh, I'd say fusion. I think that a mix between hip hop and all the styles, like it's such a unique way. Like I think all the styles are cool, but when you mix the foundations of hip hop and then the foundations of other styles, it's just such a cool outcome. So yeah, I, I love fusion. Yeah. <clears throat> Piece of advice you have for young artists and creators. Um, especially with social media, I think that do not take views and engagement as your self-worth. I think that people strive for virality opposed to originality. Yeah. And I think that it's really important that if you want to stay creative, cause I went through it and I'm, and I've gone through the whole ups and downs, um, if you only only follow virality and what other people even and it's just a small subset of people it will kill your creativity so if you genuinely want to be yourself and unique you cannot just follow virality virality is, is followed through um your own creativity and originality and storytelling you know and that comes from your own personal um backgrounds and in your own stories that you can tell yourself that make you unique so i think that's really important for people to remember that's true we're a small podcast and our most popular episode ever was we did an episode where we just kind of told oh our life gosh. story and like we kind of yeah. said what the highs of our life were we and then no what the lows listen. we're like yeah no one's gonna listen to this it's gonna be our moms and dads no, i love that but it actually did really well people yeah. like you said authenticity being genuine following your passion um it will work if you stick with it and you're consistent so yeah definitely yeah and then our last rapid fire question, we are a cocktail hour themed podcast. So do you have a favorite mm. cocktail or non-alcoholic beverage of choice? Yes, I love soju so much. Ooh, oh my gosh. Choice. I yes, soju is amazing. And I and uh, one of my aunts actually just told me I have to try it still. But it's um it's like this Asian um yogurt and you put it with the soju mm. and then uh, I guess like this Asian not Sprite, but it's like an Asian flavored uh, carbonated drink. And it's just a pay apparently amazing. I have to try it because I've done <laughs> we'll some, I've done it. my own, you know, yeah, I've done soju cocktails before, but that one I haven't tried yet and I'm very excited too. So yeah. Ooh, I like it. Yeah, we're just, we'll make that into yeah. a real, we'll make it and try it. Oh, amazing. Amazing. <laughs> I love it. 
Awesome. Well, Michael, tell everybody where they can follow you online if they don't already, and then where they can check out more about Joystick and kind of everything that you're working on on YouTube and, you know, all around on your platforms. Amazing. Yeah. So you guys can find me at Michael Lee or just Michael on all platforms. Um, my main platforms is TikTok, Instagram, YouTube. Um, just Michael is J-U-S-T-M-A-I-K-O, like the Mike Mako shark, but Mako, the second Asian way of saying Michael. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, you can find everything there. I'm really going to be shifting my gears into YouTube this year. So like I have four different channels. I have my Just Michael, which is my main channel, which is going to be all of my dance content. My second channel, Michael Lee, is going to be uh, more of like my fitness life. Any little challenges I want to do that just like, you know, like kind of casual vloggy kind of stuff is going to be on that channel. I have Just Michael Gaming. That's like my gaming channel. And then the Shula family, which is my family channel. So those are those are the real key things I'd want everyone to pay attention to. And then if you want to look into my Web3 joystick, you know, world, then that's going to be on Twitter because that's just a, that Twitter is the whole Web3 world. So mm-hmm. That's there. So yeah. Awesome. Michael, thank you so much for joining us and sharing a little bit of your story. And, you know, like I said in the beginning, um, you, I mean, you're really big, um, but you, we can see from the outside, like we respect, like you're sticking to yourself. You're just trying to stay grounded, all that kind of stuff. Um, And it's inspirational because we struggle with it too online. Um, So stick with it and keep thriving and best of luck and good health for the rest of 2023. Thank you. You too. Appreciate you guys. Thanks for listening to Sip With Me with Ioana and Aaron. If you like our show and want to know more, check out our website, sipwithme.org. There you can find our themed cocktail book as well as other exciting Sip With Me content. And if you love our podcast, don't forget to leave a review on Apple Podcasts and follow our podcasting adventures on Instagram at sipwithme underscore. 